What's up, listeners? On this week's pod, Coin and I recap a jam-packed Halloween weekend filled with many delicious beers. We will forego the coin toss this week, and instead, we each select five movie-slash-TV characters to form a family to compete on Family Feud. It is week nine in the NFL, and we'll make our bookie show picks, including shooting for our fourth straight win in hashtag teaser night football. Lastly, Coin tries to stump me in Stumptown. Let's do it. Mm. That, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp brewskis being cracked. And this is the sound of a delightful podcast by the name of The Rookie Show. Hey, Rookie Show! Welcome back. On uh, Dia de los Muertos. Oh, Dia de los Muertos. I didn't know that. What is it? 11, what is it? The 2nd? November? 1st and 2nd. Yeah. Oh, so there's two Dias. Dias de los Muertos. Got it. Dias de los Muertos. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ricky Show. It is Mm. November. Good to have you back. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Travis Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mm -hmm. Mr. 503 himself. Also known as Alec Baldwin's prop guy. <laughs> no? I like that. It's like a betting thing, too. I get it. Elvis coin, a uh, what up coin. They see me Nolan. They hating. A <laughs> oh, what up? A uh, no. Oh, what up Camillanaire? Camillanaire. Who wants to be Camillanaire? <laughs> I wasn't actually thinking prop bets. That's that's actually pretty good. I know. Mm-hmm. Like, it probably would have been better to go, like, Alec Baldwin's prop bets. Or something like that. But, mm-hmm. but he, he killed a girl. Yeah, he, he killed a lady. That wasn't that great. Not good. Not, not a good look. Not a not good job by Alec. I think no. that was, like, a couple of weeks ago now. But Okay, anyway. Colin, Anyways, there's- how you doing today? I'm doing really well, Noel. You know, work week's getting back up. Kind of a holo, long hollow weekend. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Did you end up dressing up at all? I did not. Not one bit. Not one bit. Okay. Well, I went on a smidge of a little bender there. Okay. I was definitely reeling still yesterday. We uh, had to, I guess we can get to it after. It doesn't really matter, but let's just want to talk beers first? Just well, yeah, in. sure. Let's go ahead. Uh, Coin, what are you drinking this evening? This is part of mine, so I'm glad we did it first. This is my little treat that I alluded to you before the podcast, Noel. I am drinking this evening a Miner's Gold ah. from Lewis and Clark Brewing in Helena, Montana. Lovely. Mm-hmm. I had uh, our friends in town on Thursday, Riley Kurtz, shouts Riley and uh, Pilo, and Riley drove over some Miner's Gold for me. Very kind of him. What a nice fella. Mm-hmm. What a swell guy. He didn't Delicious bring over... Beer. He did tell me that there was some IPA from, what's the one downtown? I think it was... Uh, Blackfoot? Or the mm, in the walking mall? I thought it was like the Ten newer mile? one. Yeah, 10 Mile. Ten mile? I thought he, there was some IPA from 10 Mile that he claims is his favorite beer in the world. He should have brought you some of that. Really? I thought he I, said that. I asked him to specifically to bring me... The best IPA in Montana is the Blackfoot IPA. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been too long. I'd have to it's do an actual one. ranking when I go back. But Miner's Gold mm-hmm. is, this is a very solid beer. How do you feel Very about the Miner's beer. Gold can? 
Uh, I like the can. Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't even describe it. Yeah, it's just a nice, it's a gold can, some blue outlining. It's pretty basic, but I kind of like it. I think it gets the job done. Uh, it's got loose, like, they're, I think that they have a great logo. It looks great blown up on the brewery itself, which I think is really nice. Mm. And then it's got uh, some kind of miner toting around a donkey through a hill. Mm. It's a pretty cool little can. Not a bad can at all. Okay. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite cans, but okay. it's just not That's my fine. style, I guess. Maybe I'm a, maybe I'm more harsh on the Montana breweries. I've seen That's them too fair. much. Yeah, I will say I like Miner's Gold a lot. Miner's Gold out of a tap is somewhere between two and ten times better than facts. Miner's Gold out of a can. Yeah, that is big facts. Big facts. Mm-hmm. What about you, Noah? What are you drinking? Uh, Coin. I am drinking uh, another Goose Island Brewing Co. Uh, beer okay. out of Chicago. This is a new one. I haven't seen it before. Quite a nice can. It is called the Tropical Beer Hug, and it is a uh, a bear. A purple bear wearing some pink sunglasses uh, on a nice bright bluish turquoise can. And okay. it is an Imperial IPA. And it's delicious. It's got uh, all kinds of citrusy notes to it. Mm. And a nice bright colored uh, can. And there's the bear again I, holding up a sign. Yeah. It, is, if this is a can competition, you're clearly winning this week. Like, sure. Uh, that, that's, sure. A, that's a great can. Great can. I love that color blue on there. Yes. It's nice. The nostalgia portion, you win for sure. The minor school mm-hmm. gets it done. I was a little concerned because it's a 9.9 percenter. Damn. Yeah, it's hefty. <laughs> but it's not like the crazy, stupid, like bitter. Heavy. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, that'd be okay. dangerous. You could drink like three okay. of these and be pretty messed up. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It was like Wednesday night beers. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm a little tuned. Wake up yes. with kind of a decent hangover because yeah. you had like three really heavy beers. Exactly. That's well done perfect that. for a three-pint buzz brewing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, you can tell me about your beers now, Coin. All right, now. Uh, so Thursday night, had some friends come to town, uh, went and got beers with them, ate some Chicky Sandos. It was wonderful. Had a few extra after. I woke up with a decent hangout. For whatever reason, I got like really drunk off like just six beers on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. wasn't great. Uh, I didn't like puke or anything, but I was just like, I had a mean kind of hangover in the morning sure. on friday yeah and then friday night go to a halloween party nikki and i dressed up on friday night couple's costume i was a dad and she was a dad joke she was uh just in pajamas and then people would be like oh what are you she'd be like oh i'm tired and then i would walk over and be like hi tired i'm dad <laughs> nice <laughs> pretty good that is people good. really like that yeah That's creative i haven't heard great of that great before. simple costume yes um but that was a fun night Played some games, hung out with everybody, and then uh, Saturday made our way up to Seattle because I was going to the Seahawks-Jaguars game, which was Mm. really bad. The game sucked a lot. Not good. (laughs) Really horrible game. Jaguars didn't score until like two minutes left. It was like 34-0 at one point. (laughs) But that uh, the onside kick return for a touchdown was directly into my face, and we did. I was looking at a highlight, and we sure enough were on camera uh, during that. So that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, dressed up as Jesus and a priest. Graham was Jesus. I was a priest. Mm. Uh, a lot of big fans. People enjoyed that quite a bit. A lot of good fan interaction. People asking us to bless their teams, unsurprisingly. Mm. Yes. So we did a lot of that. Did good. you bless the Seahawks more than the Yags? The we did, yeah. Mm. More Seahawks fans asked, no so we, we gave yeah. it right to them. Um, but so Saturday night, ended up getting pretty drunk, Got like went out, played. Uh, we went to Flatstick Pub. If you remember, we went there with Lindsay. And it's the it's a mini golf mini golf mm-hmm. bar. Yep. Yeah, played that. It was good. Then uh, stayed out a little bit later. Got pretty tuned up. Then woke up in the morning. We we're like, oh, let's have a few drinks before the game. 
probably had like three or four beers and a couple shots of Jameson before the game because we were playing Dragon's Den. Yeah. And then I had two beers at the game. And my second beer, and like at the, like the end of the first quarter, I was like, I am fucking drunk. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like kind of zinning too much. And like on that second one, I was like, I, uh, I'm real, the field's spinning a little bit right now. Oh I got to I gotta chill. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I eventually, I just was like, I chilled out for a minute, had a Coke. It was wonderful. Oh, had a nice yeah. uh, berg at the game, and then I uh, drove home after, so it was fun. Good, great. Back to yeah, Portland, huh? Yeah. Back to Portland, yeah. Okay. Overall, great beers this weekend. That sounds like a fantastic weekend. Um, my, uh, I did not experience any Halloween types. Well, I, I guess I saw some of it. You can't really escape it if you're out and about, but I did not right. participate. Um, so for my beers this weekend, coin, I flew down to actually flew into Savannah, Georgia, and then drove mm-hmm. up to Beaufort, South Carolina, to go to a wedding, friend's wedding. Okay. Uh, so recapping my beers, Friday they had like a welcome drinks thing. So Katie and I did not have dinner on Friday. We flew. We went directly from my work to the train station to the airport to Georgia to south carolina to the welcome drinks thing so i didn't eat it all they all they had was like desserts they did have some delicious banana pudding oh Uh, so i had a little banana pudding yeah vanilla wafers in it uh they had it they were like off-brand but yeah they had the little okay okay um so had some drinks had some beers there then went to like a bar after that. They did have some yingling on tap, which I don't remember. I'm sure we've had before, which was pretty mm-hmm. decent. Uh, the World Series game was on, and obviously there's a lot of Braves fans there being so close to Georgia. So they won that game. So doing the tomahawk chop, chop with them was fun. Anyway, it got to be like 1130, and I was like, we need to eat something. And we decided on Taco Bell because Taco Bell closed at midnight. And I, had, I hadn't really been drinking much, probably three beers, so I was like, I'll drive. So I drove to Taco Bell. We pull up to the drive-thru at 11.56. The car in front of us had just ordered and pulled forward. I go up to the window, and she says, I'm sorry, we're closed. And I said, uh, you guys close at midnight. It's 11.56. And she said, uh, I'm the only one here, and everyone left, and so we're going to have to stop. And I was like, can you just make our order, please? And she said, no. Mm. We did not get Taco Bell. I was not in a happy mood. Had to go to McDonald's oh. instead because they were open twenty four seven. Just wasn't the same. It was fine, but anyway, hey, McDonald's is a McDonald's is a daytime food. I Taco know. Bell's a nighttime food. That's how it is. Yeah, midnight McDonald's is it. not ideal. So yeah. anyway, back to the beers portion. So the following day was a wedding day. So started off with a beer I sent you, which was a nice can. It was the Clown Shoes Brewing Rainbows Are Real Hazy, Hazy IPA. Um, which was a pretty decent beer. The beer that I almost bought at the store, I saw, but it kind of made me nervous. So, of course, you've heard the term Crispy Boys for for beers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was a beer called Rice Crispy Boys. And oh. the can was like just basically a zoomed-in Rice Crispy treat mm-hmm. instead of Rice Crispy Boys. But it literally was like marshmallow-flavored. And I didn't want to just buy a four-pack of them to have it really be nasty. And so I didn't mm. buy any. Anyway, okay. I thought it was creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those, like, naming the movie before the plot things. It's like, right. what if we made a beer called Rice Krispie Boys and made it taste <laughs> like, like marshmallow? Do we, need to, do we need to make it taste like marshmallows, though? You didn't have to. No, you didn't have to at all. You no. could have just, like, maybe added in some rice 
flour or something like some little right. rice thing right that's, all that's what would. i thought it was gonna be was it was like a rice based beer or something like that no rice crispy treat okay nice. um any hoosiers got to the open bar wedding reception started with gin and tonics had some red wine then i was drinking this like kolsch that they had they ran out of that so i all i had left was like miller light i was drinking miller light had a yeah. corona at one point um just like recapping it made me realize how much i drank uh, one point they were not serving shots at the bar, but you could get mixed drinks. So Katie was like not feeling that drunk. So I was like, all right, let's go get a shot. So the lady poured us a double shot each of, I think it was like maker's mark or some bourbon, but it was like on ice. And then she had to put a splash of Coke in it. And mm. so we had to scoop the ice out with our fingers and then take oh, scoop and hammer. Hell yeah. Oh, is that what you call it? Apparently at yeah. the university of Illinois, it's called icing. And they do that okay. all the time. They just scoop yeah. it up. I've, heard, um, I've called it a scoop and hammer before. I like that. They did not taste very good, though, believe it or not. Mm. This cold, mm-hmm. iced-down, coked-down uh, maker's mark. Um, best part of the reception, though, I got to participate in my first hora. Does that I ring a bell? Is. No. Jewish tradition when they uh, oh, raise when the bride and chair on the chair and dance in a circle around them. I feel like I did that one time. Oh, that's awesome. I, maybe you have. It was fantastic. I, I just dove right in. I think I was the only person who had never done it and was just gung-ho about it. But it was like the... That's exciting. It, it was. Fun? It was very fun. Um, and then after that, went to some bar, had some like grapefruit gin drinks, and then had some more beer. Just had a lot of drinks on Saturday night. There you go. Overall. Were you yeah. pretty fudged up at the end of the night? I was. I was. It was a pretty good night. <laughs> good. Yeah. And that's about it. Sunday, we went to Savannah and did some Savannah-type things. We had a low country boil, which is like where they just boil up like shrimp and sausage and potatoes and corn and stuff, mm-hmm. which was good, and uh, had a bloody. That's about it. Hey, sounds like a great weekend, man. Who was the friend? I don't know this person. His name is Steve. He is a co-worker friend of mine. Was on my okay. last job. He's actually from Philadelphia, but his parents live in South Carolina, so that's where they had the wedding. Hmm. Yeah. He this, lives uh, in something, some loud water thing just happened, so you guys are going to hear that on the pod. I apologize. I didn't hear it, but okay, maybe good. the microphone will pick it up. That's okay. That sounds like a very fun wedding. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, we, we, I didn't know anybody other than like two people at the wedding, but we made some friends. Okay. They, uh, it's all about making the friends. bride's dad told me on Sunday at the brunch that uh, Katie and I were like kind of the stars of the dance floor. So, as it always is, Not I surprising. feel like this is a this is a common theme in our friend group. Honestly, yes, yes. <laughs> no we matter where we go, up. it's gonna be. <laughs> well, yeah. Noel, everybody, as everybody that listens to this probably knows, this has to be the center of attention, or else he'll freak out. So, right, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's it was also like really cold when we first got there and then but uh about 10 minutes into dancing and drinks i was really sweaty for the rest of the night yeah so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay uh that'll do it for beers we are going to as discussed last week forego the coin toss and we are going to skip instead to an unnamed segment the the i did first... not come up with any names yet all right we'll have to come up with names the the loser, the loser name for this right now is Family Fusion, which mm-hmm. I, I agree we can do better. That was just the we first can do better attempt. than that. 
Um, But it kind of alludes to what we're uh, trying to do here. So we would like to create a family of five from Mm -hmm. different movies and TV shows. Can't pick more than one person from the same show. Um, And we want to combine them for a common goal, basically. Um, So the criteria here is you need a dad, you need a mom. You need a son and a daughter, both of which are 18 and under, so they got to be kids, essentially. Yep. And then a fifth, which originally I said needed to be a baby or a toddler or a young child. Uh, I think it could also be a grandparent. That's fair. Kind of fits the dynamic of a TV or a sitcom family. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I miss? So we can't overlap that, shows. The fog, but... the, it can't just be an older guy in a show. It has to be a dad. has to be right. thought of as like, dad. Yeah, and obviously, obviously, any show about a kid, obviously that kid has a dad. That has to be kind right. of like a family dynamic in the show. You have to be, he right. has to be thought of as a father or a son or a daughter in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the main criteria. And then this week, we may do this several times. So this week, the goal is to create a family feud family mm-hmm. and uh, pull one together that would succeed and perhaps win that fast money. Yep, yep. And I imagine yours has a common theme. Um, honestly, no. It okay. doesn't. Good. Totally Mine random. Does. Okay, For good. Sure. I'm glad. Yeah. Good. Uh, mine... And we initially also discussed possibly naming your own host, but Steve Harvey as the host has to be the host. It's the, part, it's the point of this show. It is what makes Family Feud Family Feud. I'm not saying yeah. I'm a huge Steve Harvey fan. No, neither am I. No, uh, neither am I. But he kind of makes the show what it is. So. Yep. Okay. So, how do you want to... You want to go alternate, and you want to go in the order we listed them, or does it matter? Yes, I do. Okay. So, why don't uh, you go first? Tell me... Okay. Works for me. ...who the dad is on your family feud squad. That's right. This week, competing for me will be the Reynolds family, headed by Frank Reynolds mm. of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Frank is just content gold and is already experienced in Family Feud. Kind of an unquestionable pick Mm -hmm. here for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mission will be very clear at the end of this list. And the question that Steve will be asking when Frank goes up. Yeah. Things you might bang. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. You could also say, To which I imagine Frank, wow. (laughs) To imagine what Frank might answer would be whores. Oh, whores, yes. That's a yeah. fantastic. Okay, I see. So you, you're thinking of a specific answer to a specific question for each one of these guys. Just okay. yes. And then the goal for me is just gonna be to get Steve Harvey to make the Steve Harvey face. Mm, and he just does that. Wow. <laughs> and he like walks off like down the stage for a while and he like kinda looks out at the crowd and then stomps his feet a couple times. Mm-hmm. He's like <laughs> I wasn't expecting that like, <laughs> on this question, Steve. What do you mean? Things you bang. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. Um, mine, mine's going to be more general and probably less entertaining. Um, okay. But we'll see where I go with that. Okay. Fantastic pick. So we just, we talked about So are you going to be the Reynolds family? Is Frank adopting the rest of your squad? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. You'll be the Reynoldses. Okay. Then I will, however, case, name the other people's last names, obviously. Sure, of course. Yeah. All right. My father, who art in heaven? No. My father is goes by the name of Tom Baker, 
He's played by Steve Martin in Cheaper by the Dozen. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. here's my reasoning. So Steve Martin, very potent seed in this movie. I mean, this dude cranked out 12 babies over the course of, what, I don't know, 15 years, maybe? Probably. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. absurd. Pretty High sex drive actually. on that guy, for yeah. sure. That dude's yeah. just, speaking of things that he likes to bang, his wife, yeah. for sure. My wife. My wife. So... <laughs> I'm imagining, so I'm trying to think of like broad ranges of questions that these guys would be good at answering. So there's always questions like, what's the best place to get freaky with your spouse? You know, like those kind of sexual Mm -hmm. questions and people have to answer. Uh, In my car, on the bed, in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. which that might be a little graphic for actual family feud question. But Mm -hmm. you get Mm -hmm. the idea. I think he would be a, uh, a prime sex question answerer because that dude... Clearly, is like a bunny. Yeah, I think we went very similar directions with our fathers, actually. Mm. And probably, you know, Frank, much less of a family man, I sure. would argue. Sure. But I like where you went with that. Was it Tim? Is that his name? Uh, Tom. Tom Baker. Tom. Tom Baker. So we are right. the Bakers, yes. I wouldn't know that. Uh, I had to look that up. Do you think that they named him Baker and then chose Cheaper by the Dozen or vice versa? Whoa. Like to go Baker's Dozen. Whoa. Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, You know, that's a good question. (laughs) That's really stumping me there. Mm -hmm. Is this Stumptown already? I've been stumped. That's a Stumptown already. This was the Stumptown question. I feel like if I had to guess, they probably went cheaper by the dozen than Tom Baker. But I could see the other way around, too. But did they decide on the name cheaper by the dozen... After they decided there was going to be 12 kids. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, Or were, like, were they just like, yeah, ridiculously huge family, and then they like upped it after naming them the Bakers? They're like, oh, like Bakers doesn't, and then they like retroactively. It's like a chicken egg thing. Kind right. Of. Exactly. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. I mean, we could, we'll get Steve on the pod. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with my mom. Yeah. I'm going to go with Lily Erickson. Of How I Met Your Mother. Listen, I agree that Lily kind of sucks. She's not great. Not a great character. She's a redhead girl, right? Redhead lady, yeah. Okay. Uh, What's her name? Michelle something, I think. Kwan, I think. Yeah, Michelle Kwan. That's definitely it. (laughs) Uh, But she is a teacher, and so she must know a little bit about many things and is probably a good aggregator of a lot of opinions. Yeah. So when people are like, you know, they're huddling up on the sideline to talk talk over their possible answers, she's probably good at guessing what the best of them might be Mm, okay so Mm -hmm. you'll have to fill me in though like she's uh got kids in the show like yeah yeah she's yes sorry so she's got like two kids in how i met your mother and she's married to um jason oh yeah siegel yes jason Siegel. but so then is it like later in the show that she has kids then i'm guessing because like early yeah like season season four okay gotcha gotcha yeah they get married Um, yeah teacher teacher's a solid pick they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna know some stuff. They're around people a lot. Yeah, they're around, around people. Kids. Yeah. That's the big thing. And then the question he might ask her yeah. will be What might you climb to which she would probably answer my husband? because uh, she's small yeah. and he's large. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she's Steve a sex addict. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he comes over and daps up Frank. It's like nice. <laughs> nice. In yeah. this scenario, is she Frank's daughter? She's not really climbing. Or no, Frank's no, wife? She's wife, wife, yeah. Wife. Okay. But her husband in the show, she climbed. Anyway, I'm, get, I'm mm-hmm. confusing myself. 
Um, okay. Doesn't obviously you know that's not my favorite show, so it doesn't resonate that's with true. me. But it seems like that's a good fair. pick. Seems like a good pick. Thank you. Okay, the mother on on the Bakers is going to be Marge Simpson. Um, mm. she so Family Feud tends to also skew things towards like making fun of silly things that your spouse does. And so if it's like you're asking, if they're surveying 100 women, they're saying like, what does your bonehead husband do? Basically is the basis of the questions. If it's mm-hmm. geared towards men, it's like, what silly uh, things does your wife bitch about? You know, like that's kind of the general idea. So Marge mm-hmm. has the biggest doofus of a husband ever. So if it's like, name something that your husband forgets to do or, you know, something along those lines, she's going to know them all because Homer that's is true. a doofus. That's very true. I yeah. like that. That's okay. very smart. Because a lot of them are like family-oriented questions. Yeah. I think her hair plays well like up on stage, too. I think people would get a, get a kick out of that. Smart. She has, well, like, I will tell you what doesn't play well is Marge's voice on stage. Ah, that's a good point. She's like yeah. basically D when she's an ostrich. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Has anyone... just occurred to me. Has anyone ever looked into if Marge Simpson is related to Gerald from Hey Arnold? I, I'm positive that that has been done on Twitter. Okay. And probably. Okay. That, that, that universe exists, for There's sure. There's got to be some crossover there. In that yeah, universe. I would okay. imagine. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good pick. I like that pick. Thank you. All right, next, I will be going with my, my son, mm-hmm. who will be Michael Kelso from That 70s Show, mm. played by Ashton Kutcher, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh like I said before, the under-18 thing kind of threw me off, so there's a lot of good options. Um, ones I considered were Tyrion Lannister mm. and George Michael Bluth. Um, <laughs> I will tell you who I think... Uh, I guess I'll save it until after you do yours, because I don't want to steal your thunder. Okay. Um, you never know when the questions might be out being like a cop or a firefighter or somebody in law enforcement, and that's what Michael eventually ends up doing. Yeah. Um, a lot of experience with lighting things on fire. Uh, but mostly a ladies' man, you know. He just knows a lot about women, uh, and I think a question he would be like, "What do you do when it's hot?" And he would give a good, like, just a solid, "Well, get naked," something like that. And then <laughs> Steve would go, he would lose it, <laughs> and then someone in the crowd would go, "Woo!" Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And he's a good-looking dude. He plays on TV well. Yeah, Ashton. He's mm-hmm. with he's with Mila still, right? They're, Mila they're still, yeah. yeah. She just did. Uh, Mila Kunis just did hot ones. She was pretty dang good. Did Hot Ones? What's that? Have you never watched Hot Ones? The it's an interview show oh, like on YouTube where they the eat the chicken wing wings. Ones. Yeah, I know yeah. what it is. No, I've never I've never watched the episode. I've seen like clips of it, but it's very memeable. Lots of like the very memeable. Paul Rudd and Idris Elba. And the Idris Elba one where he goes, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, Kelso. Um, yeah, he would be. You, you definitely have an entertaining team, to say Yeah, the that's all. I'm, I'm really Perhaps trying to build an entertaining team. Okay, for the son of my team, and actually to mention, I feel like we could have gone with like George Michael Bluth and Tyrion, both very clearly sons in the show. So, yeah, yeah it feels like you want to go young, but we could maybe think about this in the future if we want to mm-hmm. at least allow for that if, if it's clearly a son feature uh, character. The son on my team is going to be Jimmy Neutron. Oh. Uh, from man. the show, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, in case you were wondering. 
this dude is obviously just a super genius, so I don't have a special question for him, but just feels like he's going to know stuff. He's just a really smart dude. He can calculate mm. in his head, like, I think this many people said this. Um, mm. I don't know. And then I start, when I when I started typing this out, started to occur to me, like, maybe he's, like, super out of touch with other people. I so maybe so. he might be horrible. Like, maybe he right. might just say the most literal answer that nobody else would say. So I'm maybe, by the time I wrote this down, I already regretted it. But I, I'm, gonna, I'm willing to roll the dice. I like I like that Neutron. you're rolling the dice with it because you're obviously getting a genius. Jimmy Jimmy Neutron's mom got a butt. <laughs> she got a badonk a donk. Yeah, sugar booger as her husband called. <laughs> is, that, is that the his I'm parents are freaks? Sure. Yeah. yeah, that dude. They yeah. they bang a lot too. I think. Yeah, they they be getting it on. <laughs> well, it's a good pick. Mm-hmm. I like the pick. All right, uh, for my daughter here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be going with Leia Organa from Star Wars A New Hope. I apologize slightly in advance. I looked it up and it said she could be between 18 and 20, but most likely is 19 years old. Yeah, all out. But she is a daughter. Okay. Who's her Who's her father? Her parents? Uh, Darth Vader. <laughs> Leia is Luke's sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not. I'm not Princess a Leia. I'm I'm a very novice Star Wars fan. But then they yeah, almost like right. hooked up, right? But they didn't. Yeah, so anyways, I was okay, really continue. just trying to make the horniest roster possible. And it doesn't <laughs> get much more horny than kissing your twin brother. And like, mm. you know, she was like, I'm getting it in no matter what. Mm. Uh, Leia has, has being a princess and the entire outer space covered. Pretty massive area of knowledge. I feel like if anything, you know. Any space questions come up? That's that's up there. She's she's got it locked down. Um, space. And then it would be a, a a question about like the most attractive professions. And then she'd probably say pilot, and people would be like, "What the fuck? Her twin brother is a pilot." And then Steve would be like a little weirded out. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, "Oh, like Luke." Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you could have also gone. Mom made me think of. The mom from Back to the Future, because she tries to bang her son in the past. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Mm. Oh, I forgot to circle back. I think the correct pick for son is Bran Stark, mm. because he'd be able to see everything. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. But it, not entertaining, though. Just creepy. No, no. Nothing Weird. he could do. It's freaky. Yeah. I don't know the wheelchair situation on Family Feud set. Uh, so. Oh, Good point. Have yeah. you seen yeah. any handicapped people on Family Feud? I have not. I don't think so. No. I think we should sue. Actually, they're not yeah, providing ample class action opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess Frank. Uh, at one point, they thought it was possible that he banged his daughter and got her pregnant on Halloween. So exactly. Yeah, I'm just. We're going just like team. Going, yeah, we're going yeah uh, incest team. Without yeah, any like, without uh, any Game of Thrones, you could have yeah. gone Jamie Lannister. <laughs> so many different directions. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, my daughter is going to be from Modern Family, which I know you don't really watch, but I like to watch on the airplane. Um, Haley Dunphy, who is kind of the dumb older daughter of the uh, family. And here's my reasoning there. She's like super materialistic, and she's like super into pop culture and stuff like that, so she's going to be kind of our ringer for... Like celebrity related questions or like oh, products related questions. So like they may ask like we asked a hundred men like 
what celeb or women, what celebrity does your husband fantasize about or something? And she's gonna mm-hmm. list them all off, all the hottest like okay. you know, J Lo and stuff. The real real hot current celebrities like J Lo. I don't know why it's the real J-Lo. hot current one. She's the most current celebrity, everybody knows that. Uh yeah. But Haley Dunphy. There you go. That's smart to get somebody who would uh, be able to cover current events because I definitely don't have that. She also is very, very dumb. That's kind of the point of her character. So oh, she really? could also just say like a really dumb answer, which Steve would lose his mind about. And she wouldn't like laugh at herself, I don't think. Which I don't know if that's funnier or less funny. Like when they like feel bad about it. It's probably mm-hmm. funnier, right? I think it's funnier. It's like the Charlie on uh, Charlie on Family Feud, you know, and mm-hmm. he's just like spouting off random shit. Right. And then, then Dennis is like losing his mind. That would be the better part. Is like the rest of your team losing their mind at her stupid mm. answers too. Except for Charlie kept getting it right. So yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, Dragon isn't for peasants. It's king. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Lastly, who you got last? I did not go child for this. I okay. went with a grandparent. Probably smart. And I went with John Herbert, aka Herbert the pervert. From Family Guy. <laughs> He's got, I think that the lisp would play really well on TV. You know, you talk with your little wishes like this. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's my best move. I, I couldn't quite get my voice there. That's not uh, He's a veteran, though. Veteran, though. Knows a lot about the world. Been everywhere. Um, and then he would probably get a question, you know, about most attractive cities in America. And he would kind of, like, pick a young Chris in the crowd and just say, Quahog. And it would be extremely awkward. And uh, everybody would kind of like be really uncomfortable in their seats, which I like. You just went all sexual deviance, like this yeah, dude sexual is just deviance, a yeah, molester. Let me ask yeah. you though: do, does he actually have grandkids or kids? Like, I think he does. I think he does. Okay, uh, I could look up. Uh, he better, or I might have to DQ your entire team. All right, what do you got, Noel? Who's your Who's your final pick? My final pick is also from Family Guy, and I am going to take Stewie Griffin as my infant. Ah, um, double Family Guy. Bit of a wild card. Uh, I'm not ruling out Stewie's ability to get in his time machine, which I'm certain he's built a time machine before, mm-hmm. and actually mm-hmm. go back in time to the point where these surveys were being held and gather all the answers so we can win mm-hmm. Family Guy. So this is just a stri- strictly strategy pick. Although, he also would say something that like a baby wouldn't say, and the crowd would go crazy. Like, oh, he talks oh, like a little British genius guy. Baby. It's bizarre. Yeah. So, entertaining, but also potentially game-winning. That's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Had we not had any criteria, my other option was also Brian, which is just all Family Guy. It was always going to be Family Guy for the final pick. So, maybe I was going to use this uh, in a, on another list, because when we were talking, I was thinking about future segments of what we're going to combine these families for. And I was thinking about Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, because technically they insist that they are Ohana throughout the movie. That's a good point. See, I would have ruled in I would have ruled in your favor. You would have. Okay. Okay. I yeah. probably would have let you take Brian as well. But. We could probably just make this one a wild card slot. Just a wild card. And then you just, just like at least have to have some reasoning. Family yeah. involved. Okay. Like involved in the family. You're right. Pet pets work. Pets work. Yeah, pets work. Okay. Okay, cool. Good. Yeah, I like the stitch pick. All right, smart. we'll have to um come up with an actual name if we're going to continue to do this one mm-hmm. so okay uh give me your roster one more time unless you got any all right okay my roster my family frank lily erickson michael kelso leia organa princess leia organa 
and that is Herbert the Pervert. It's my Herbert the Pervert. So you have one animated. I think I have three. Yep. I've got Tom Baker, if cheaper by the dozen. I've got Marge Simpson, Jimmy Neutron, Haley Dunphy, and Stewie Griffin. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let us know who... Double, uh, this is double Star Wars mentions for me, and I did get some blowback for the um, the Star Wars biggest loss. When I, t- when I said that Luke blowing up the Death Star was just kind of absurd. Oh, yeah? It's definitely, yeah, yeah. Graham, Graham was heated about that one. He's like, he's... A, he's Merkin Swamp Rats on whatever. I was like, okay, but he's flying a spaceship around a giant Death Star and he shoots these lasers down at Venn. It's ridiculous. So Graham's trying to say that it, it was more realistic than you thought? Yeah. He's Merkin on Swamp Rats? Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever Graham says is just dumb. It's wrong. Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. I mean, the, the counter argument is like, well, he's like the chosen one and he has the force and he's like, got these innate abilities to do things that nobody else can do. Yeah, that's the whole that's the whole deal, but I mean like come on. I mean, come on. But then if the, but then if that's the case then there's not really any it kind of takes away the um excitement of like, well, he right. was just going to do it regardless regardless right. of what happened. He had call he that was in, the chosen uh, in one. Cinematography, a Deus Ex Machina. Ah, I see that. Yeah. Mhm. I've heard of mm-hmm. that before. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of these words. Okay, uh, fans, let us know whose Family Feud team will be the winner. Or any additions you think we might have missed. We always want to see the additions. Yeah. Whose team would win and whose team would be the most entertaining? Who's the carved beef? That's right. <laughs> okay, it is time for week nine of The Bookie Show. The Bookie Show. Last week, coin back in the win column, three and two, 23 and 17 overall on your picks. Let's go, baby. For a profit of 343 buckaroonies. Yes. Pretty good. Noel split his bets into seven last week, went two and five. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty Not good. Not bad. 18 and 24 on the year. Okay. Ooh. Profit of minus eighty dollars. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could definitely be worse. <laughs> but hashtag teaser night football. We are on an absolute tear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did give us the benefit of the doubt last Thursday because when we went on the pod, the over under was at forty five. When we actually bet it the next day, it was forty four and a half. The point total was exactly forty five. We're taking the win because we make the, the win. We make the effing rules around here. That's right. So, Fight us. by virtue of that, we're 5-3 and three on the year. We're into let's the go. positives. We're making money on teaser night football. So, let's, let's keep it rolling. Uh, this right. week, we've got the Jets as 10.5-point road dogs at the Colts. The over-under is 46.5. Which way are you leaning, Coin? I'm sure we could look this up somehow. Has any team played more Thursday night games than the Jets? Maybe the Bengals. The Bengals seem like a pretty heavy Thursday night team. They seem to pick the same crappy teams every year. Yeah, many it sucks. times. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right. For how I'm leaning, I know the Jets just won, which we may or may not have called on the pod, which is fine. Then didn't make uh, any money off of it, but yes, yeah. Yeah, I call. know. But I don't want to get tricked. I think the play is Colts minus four and a half, and I think we go over forty and a half. I 
for probably the third, maybe fourth straight week, am aligned exactly with you. So we definitely mm-hmm. need to keep it rolling. Um, definitely the plays Colts minus four and a half. The over 40 and a half, I actually really like. The Colts have scored over 30 in their last three games. And they've scored okay. 25 or more in the last five games. So you can okay. pretty much pencil them in for damn near 28 points. So which right. means the Jets would only need to get 13, which I feel like they could do. I think they can do. This Mike White guy apparently is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So maybe Zach Had Wilson I heard of him before? Really sucks. Nope. Hadn't heard of him once. Not Never one time. In my life. Not one time. <laughs> okay, there you have it. That was an oh, yeah. easy one. Colts minus four and a half over 40 and a half. Yes. All right. Uh, before we do our picks, I have a couple of quick thoughts. If that's okay with you. Yeah, of course. Just gambling thoughts in general. Okay. Um, I am off betting the Washington football team for the rest of the year, so please don't let me do we'll that. We'll see. Okay. I haven't bet them a lot, but I don't think they've won for me yet. Um, basically, my nightmare is happening. We're eight games into the season. Uh, the Washington football team is a league worst. One and seven against the spread so far this year. Oof. Meanwhile... Jeez. Our rival Dallas Cowboys are seven and zero against the spread. What yeah, are they really? They really are the only undefeated team against the spread. Holy so, shit! First and last in the league, so couldn't go any worse for me. Meanwhile, uh, other notes for me: it seems like the old Chargers are kind of back. Is it back to yeah. like the Philip Rivers days where like yeah. they could just be way more talented than the other team and still find ways to lose? And they like suck to bet on. So maybe we yeah. stay away from them or maybe bet them this week. We'll see. And yeah. then uh, lastly, the Chiefs have officially, officially lost my faith. They are two and six against the spread this year. Not good. Jesus. And like I legitimately it used to be as as recently as early this year, anytime they had the ball on third and 12. I was like, I felt surely that they were going to get it. And mm-hmm. any drive, I thought they were going to score. And any game, I thought they were going to win. Watching the Monday night game last night, that feeling is totally gone. I have no yeah. faith in them whatsoever. So anyway, They aren't good. They're just not. That team is not good. It's not to say they can't turn around, but they just are no. not good. So, those are my Sorry thoughts. about your bet. I feel like that bet's just done now. Which bet? You're, oh, they over well, they still wins. won. They still won. Oh, I know. They didn't but... lose. Well, yeah. I mean, it's 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 less done than it was last week. <laughs> That's true. Are they they're four and four now. They gotta win out. They gotta win out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, no, I know it's done, <sighs> but I'm just saying, like, can't no, say. Looks thank worse you for now. those gambling nuggets. I know it really helped me with. Uh, certainly, my next two picks won't both include the Chargers, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I'll be betting on the Chargers. <laughs> what do you got? What's your first uh, pick? My first pick, no, will be a teaser. Actually, okay. going back to the well, I have done quite poorly on teasers this year. Good, Very good, bad. good. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will be taking the Bills minus eight and a half. The Jacksonville Jaguars suck buns. They're yeah. bad. It's mm-hmm. a really bad team. Okay. Very bad. And then I will be teasing the Minnesota Vikings. Up to 11.5 points. I don't necessarily think they're great. I think that Kirky covers really well, and especially double digit spreads. I think he's a really good coverer of spreads. I was just looking at that because I think their worst loss this year was like seven points. They've, they've mm-hmm. at least come close. Everywhere. Okay. Yep. And then I will be teasing the LA Chargers to plus four and a half against the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm hmm. I don't think this Eagles team is good. I don't like Jalen Hurts. I don't like the team. I don't like the direction at all. Um, and I think that the Chargers can bounce back. The 
Patriots just kind of are a matchup nightmare a little bit for them for whatever reason. Like just they get out coached every single time. It really doesn't matter who's at the helm for the Chargers. And I think that they kind of bounce back this week. Sadly, after my notes, my first bet is just going to be straight up Chargers minus one and a half against the Eagles. Love it. Um, So I almost I almost tagged this as like a fishy line. Seems low. Yep. To yep. like like how I thought that one was fishy when the Colts were like twelve point favorites or whatever, and then decided to yeah. bet it because it seems so fishy. I can't do it to myself. I've decided I'd like to put this on notice. This is the last chance for the Chargers. It's their last chance. If they can't yep. cover two points against the Eagles, I will not bet on them again. But I probably will. But I'm saying I yep. won't. That was it, we somehow forgot to mention it last week. Such a uh, the super fishy, the fishiest of all lines last week was the Titans plus two at the Colts. What the fuck was that about? That was so weird. I really don't know if like there was injuries or something. Like I'm pretty positive that wasn't up on Bovada when we did the pod, or I would have definitely considered mm-hmm. that for my underdog pick. And I feel and I still didn't bet it. I don't know why. Again, but we mm-hmm. both agreed. You brought it up to me and. I was like, that seems wrong. Granted, yeah. it went to OT, yeah. so it could have gone either way, but regardless. Okay, mm-hmm. what do you got for pick number two? Pick number two will be another Moneyline parlay. Uh, I will be doing... I'm not going to change off my teams a lot here. I'm going to do the Bills, Moneyline, the Chargers, Moneyline, and the Indianapolis Colts, Moneyline, and that is plus 133. I just think they're playing three not-that-good teams, and I would like to take it. So I will say, you've been doing fantastic on your bets this year. Although I will say probably the bets you've been doing the worst on are Moneyline parlays and teasers. Yeah. Mm, I hit a couple big ones. Okay, you did? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I think you've hit some bigger, like, bigger odds ones. And maybe some of the, like, really, like, you just add all the big favorites haven't been. Yeah, maybe. that's true. Uh, I did. I, maybe not. Two weeks ago, I had, like, five teams in one, and okay. I was, like, plus okay. 250. It was Fair pretty enough. good. You certainly shouldn't be accepting gambling advice from me. That's, true, <laughs> that's so. very true. Okay. Okay, now I mean again in a vacuum, all the picks that you've made, uh, I'm I'm on board for. So I have decided okay. to switch stances and and let last week's results sway me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Pats this week. I'm gonna take okay. the Pats minus four at the Panthers. I know that the Panthers just beat your cuns, um, but the mm. Panthers are not good. No, Sam Darnold no. is not good. He's concussed, so he might not even play. Um, the Pats feel like they're kind of hot right now, and I just don't see Belichick going and getting beat by this this Panthers team. Four four just doesn't seem like enough. Um, we'll see. This is this is the first time betting on the Pats for me this year. I've been with okay. you where I haven't been trusted, haven't trusted them thus far, but uh, I think they deserve a little trust at this point. I like it. I actually very much consider this line. I might even jump in with you. Okay. Good. Then he lives there. Then. My next one, as is traditional, I will be giving you a prop bet that I like very much. Okay. And that is, with this very strange Calvin Ridley news, I don't know what's going on with the Falcons. Oh. Super weird. It is weird. Um, Alvin Kamara and Kyle Pitts over 11.5 receptions in this weekend's Saints-Falcons game at mm-hmm. even odds. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Okay, I mean, I'm going to go... In with you for sure. We're two for okay. three on these bets, and the last th- two have been quite lucrative. Um, the only thing that scares me is 
If it's Taysom, I don't know what the what the history says about him checking down to running backs or if he just runs it every time. Mm-hmm. But if you can bank on eight or nine catches for Pitts, it shouldn't matter. So Pitts, I kind of think that's what it's going to end up being. It seems like also the fact that they just lost, was it 19-10 or some pathetic-ass yeah. score where Pitts only had two catches. Like, I think they might be trying to force-feed him like a lot. Yeah, I totally agree. So, okay, I'm in. Even odds, I love it. Um, I've also got an even odds bet for you, Coin. It is the Green Bay Packers over 27.5 points just for mm. them against the Chiefs. The Chiefs' D stinks. Um, the Packers, oddly enough, have scored exactly 24 points the last three weeks. So it's That's not like weird. they're guaranteed for 30 or anything like that, but... Um, feels like a high-scoring game. Devontae should be coming back. All the receivers should be coming back. Um, and it seems like a safe bet. They only need four more points than what they've been scoring. So, No, I like this. Pe- teams, every single team puts up points against the Chiefs, so I see no reason why that stops now. Except Washington. <sighs> yeah, every single good, decent team right. puts up points right. yeah, against. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. All right. Uh, there you have it. There's our picks. So, time to roll into the Toto picks with the Wizards of Odds. Toto? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful Wizards of Odds. That is right. Coin gets back on track. An absurd six and two straight up picking underdogs. Let's go. On the year. Stupid guy. Let's go. Seven and one against the spread. I am Oz. The great and powerful. Noel failed again with the Washington football team. Two and six, uh, three and five against the spread. So it is four to two on the year in terms of winning weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who goes first. Tis me this week. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear it. Mm, it hurts, mm. but I have to do it. Okay. I will, in fact, be picking the Atlanta Falcons, the Cuns, baby, plus six, plus 220 on the money line at the Saints. People don't know the NFC South just devours each other every year. It's very strange. It doesn't matter who's good, like we just saw it with the Saints and Bucks. The Falcons win in New Orleans all the time. It's like always do. It's very weird. Um, this seems like a week where, you know, oh, Ridley's out. They don't have much on offense. They shouldn't be that good. Sometimes you just are better. I don't know. Sometimes with somebody else gone, like it allows you to not try to focus on the offense in one person. I love the reasoning. Nothing I like better, especially in the NFL, with just division teams. You have no reason why, but they're just going to win. They're just they're going to be shorthanded. They're going to be on the road. What it doesn't matter. And we don't even know who the Saints' quarterback is right now. Like doesn't if it's matter. Taysom, if it's Taysom, I'm more worried. If it's Trevor Simeon, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. He yeah. he looked good, but I, usually these guys come in and look good for a few quarters. That's it. Um, yeah. The only thing that scares me is the Saints, like, if they had a quarterback, they're they're pretty good. Like, their defense yeah, is good. Yeah, they're not bad. Um, they've got some dudes. They don't really have the big, ow, i got a big zit on my nose and I keep scratching. Nice. Um, nice. They don't have, like, crazy big name receivers, but Kamara and uh, who else do they have on offense? That's about it. Mark Ingram now. Ingram's Mark back. Mark Ingram, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, their defense is pretty pretty raw, as you might say. True, you're right. But you're right. The Cuns were one of the, one of my options for the picks. I'm gonna go with 
Another team that I'm going to give them one last chance, and that is the Cleveland Browns at plus mm. two and a half against the Bengals. Um, the Bengals, I can't believe they lost to the Jets last week. The Browns, though, did lose. Crazy. The Browns looked horrible against the Steelers, so this is Quite not bad. an endorsement for them. Um, but the fact remains, the Browns can still run the ball, and they can rush the passer. So, Miles Garrett should have a field day against the, the Bengals O-line. Somehow, I was looking, the Bengals, I think, have the highest yards per play on passes in the league or, or something really? stat like that. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean, it means Burrow's getting the ball out. Uh, it means it's like they're getting a lot of yak out of Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't necessarily, their line's still not great. It's been better no. than they thought, but it's still not very good. So the Browns D line should eat against this team. They should be able to run the ball. Um, hopefully Baker's slightly better, but um, it's really just again division game. It's kind of a toss up. Just kind of taking the points. No, I actually like this pick a lot too. Um, the Bengals don't really have a D line worth of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they just got eaten alive by the Jets on the ground too. I know Michael Carter tore them up. Uh, Nick Chubb didn't do really anything against the Steelers last week, and I like him to get back on track as well. Mm-hmm. I like this pick. Okay, good. There you have it. Hopefully, I can get better than two and six. So, um, I believe in you. That's gonna do it for the Bookie Show and uh, the Toto picks this week. The Bookie Show. What time is it? Uh, currently, right now, it is 10.33. That's right, everybody. It's time for a stump Inspired by the shitty show with Kobe Smolder. Well, that's right, everybody. It is time for Stumptown, the show where I try to stump Noel and vice versa on alternating weeks. This weekend, we watched one of the saddest franchises in the NFL, the Detroit Lions, <laughs> oh, fall to 0 and 8 on the year with no end of the tunnel in sight. That loss drops the Detroit Lions to 119, 216 and 1 since the year 2000. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the only team worse, of course, is the Cleveland Browns who are 110, 225 and 1 since the year 2000, which is a winning percentage of 32.9%. Conversely, and unsurprisingly, the New England Patriots have the best record in the NFL over that time frame by quite a large margin, at an astounding 244-92. and 92, A 72.6 winning percentage. What? God, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Next in the league is 64.9%, so it's, it's a gap. That's a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, every team in the top 10 in wins over the last 20 years have won a Super Bowl, actually. But I'm more interested in the ones outside, Noel. Only two teams have won a Super Bowl or have won Super Bowls since the year 2000 that are not in the top 10 in wins. In fact, they're not even in the top half of the league in wins. Name them. I will give you one, maybe two strikes. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. That is a great pick, Noel. As Tampa Bay is 25th in the league in wins since the year 2000, and they have won two Super Bowls. They are 149 and 187. 
Are they uh, the worst of the two? Yes. Okay. They've made the playoffs six times and have seven wins. So all seven of those wins led to, led to Super Bowls. That's fucking wow. crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other team, I have a gut. So since you're giving me at least one strike, I'll go with it. I'm going to say the Rams. The Los Angeles Rams, no. I feel like I'm going to give you a pass on this one because it's since 2000. I don't think this counts the 2000 Super Bowl. Uh, Wait. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. I got That's you. my bad. That's my bad. Now, like curiosity. The Rams are 14th in wins. Oh, okay. It wouldn't have counted either. I would have no. lost. I would have nope. lost regardless. Well, nope. so I feel like I deserve a strike for that. Because not only no, they're they're outside of, they're outside of the top ten. That's where you wanted to be. Oh. oh, I thought I was guessing outside of the top half. Oh, I see. So I got. Yeah. I see what you're saying. All right. They well, are. I appreciate that. Half, I appreciate yeah. that. All right. Okay. Let's let's dial in here. I guess I'm. Oh no, I know what it is. I know the answer. Okay. The Giants. The New York Football Giants. No, are. 17th in wins since the year 2000. They are 164 and 172. Mm-hmm. And they have won two Super Bowls. In that span, they have won. They have made the playoffs eight times and have 10 total wins. <laughs> Both of those, as wild cards, went to the Super They have two wins outside of being Super Bowl teams. Well done. You have not been stumped. No. Thank you. Over the Patriots, too. Like, just looking back in history, that's got to be the most wild shit ever. Is that oh. the- Greatest dynasty in the history of the NFL lost two Super Bowls to Eli Effing Manning. Eli Manning. Yeah, Eli Manning. If Eli Manning doesn't pull off those games, the New England Patriots have eight Super Bowls in the last 20 years. And they lost the other one to Nick Foles. What is happening? It's so bizarre. I thought you might, I thought you might guess the Eagles for a second, but the Eagles have actually been really good. Well, with McNabb, they were always... They went to four straight yeah. NFC championships with McNabb. That's true. So yeah. they were always good. Yeah. Uh, another note: the playoffs in the last twenty years, or the pa- Patriots in the last twenty years, have made the playoffs seventeen times. They have thirty playoff wins. Next on the list is the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are two hundred seventeen, one seventeen and two, which is also extremely good. They have fifteen playoff wins, so the Patriots have twice as much. It's as many. Excuse me. It's hard to overstate how ridiculous the Patriots' run has been. Absurd. Absurd. And like they're still a pretty decent team. It's like usually you get through these dynasties or whatever, and the team just like falls apart, and then they're trash for the next twenty years. I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe once Belichick leaves, I don't know, but hopefully, uh, maybe it'll make you feel good. The Dallas Cowboys are the best team without a Super Bowl over the last twenty years. That doesn't surprise me, and it does make me feel good. Uh, sadly, the Skins have the sixth worst record in the last twenty years. <laughs> Sixth worst to tell me the five that are worse than us. <laughs> the Texans, the Raiders, the Jaguars, the Lions, and the Browns. The Raiders. That is, your, that is your group. Yeah. I guess I don't usually think of the Raiders as the like doormat team of the that league. That bad. Because right. they're always yeah, but six they and are. ten. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're never like three and thirteen. They're always six and ten. Atlanta okay. Falcons. One hundred sixty eight. One hundred and sixty seven. And one over the last 20 years. Just toe in the line, baby. Let's go, baby. Nice. 
And who do you play this week? Oh, yeah. The uh, Saints. The Saints. All right. You might go to 500. Hope so. No, wait, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want that. You don't? <laughs> I don't want that at all. Okay. Great episode Alrighty. of Stumptown. That was lovely. And that'll well do done, it no. for another episode of The Rookie Show. The Rookie Show. Where can they follow you, Coin? You can follow me at KingCoin on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at DecreeAndFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at CTravisNoll on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for companionship. Oh, that's really nice, actually. That just came to mind. I didn't even read that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that'll do it. Who's going to play us out? I had an idea. If you Is don't it the Hala song? The Hala song? I don't know. What, it, what did you say it was called? No, no it's not. The Hora. The Hora. Hora. I'd prefer to just go with Chameleonaire. Yeah, of course. Chameleonaire. Let's go Chameleonaire. Okay, okay. Play us out. Which song are you, you going to play? Uh, I'm probably going to go with the, the Tom Petty remix of uh, Free Fallen. That is a, oh, good, a good, good Morning. I want to uh, show. He's got another one that actually is love. really good. I definitely owned um, his album at one point. I mean, Riding Dirty is the is the is the name easy of the album. pick. Well, that's like well, the hottest. Song. You ever heard? You ever heard Grown and Sexy? <laughs> no, maybe I'll listen. To Grown and <laughs> Sexy. Yeah, and okay. in the trunk. In the trunk is also good. Is Grown and Sexy kind of like Love Me Sexy from Semi Pro? Not Grown and Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna exactly. hang myself an extension cord sexy <laughs> Okay uh, We will right. see, you next you, week. All right, see you next week Peace I wanna show all of my hands This song's for you If you had it like me And I was in your shoes I'd probably hate on me too See when you're getting big cash backs All the haters hate that Cause they hate to see you be successful Show all of my haters love So why wait for you like good morning Hey, 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 hey Good morning Hey, 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 hey The abuser think gon' be a good day I'm feeling like I'm Ice Cube I'm waking up like can't nobody mess up my mood Knowing I'm a boss, I'ma do what I choose If I was you, then I would probably hate on me too If it's true that money is time, then watch this Ain't trying to run out of time, so I purchase some watches Y'all sick, the chips got the haters nauseous They chicks jumping in my whip like a mosh pit I wish I could be affected by any hate, but I can't Cause I just get affected by the bank It's great to never know the feel of being fake I awake, then I go take a visit to the same uh, Dirty money got me sanitizing my hands Lord knows what the previous owner did with these brands Yeah, I ain't saying it just to brag I say it so you can be motivated to get the I cash show all of my This song's for you If you had it like me and I was in your shoes I'd probably hate on me too See when you're getting big cash backs All the haters hate that Cause they hate to see you be successful I wanna show all of my Woman, I 
always had dreams of sex and if wanting her is a crime just take me in for possession even in a recession i'm leaving a good impression reflection on the rim so they can see their expressions i'm busy man you need to schedule an appointment haters on their job and they act like they enjoy it wake up in the morning i hop into my foreign walk into the bank and it's just like a housewarming hey we get the money by the minute they said we couldn't do it but we already did it i'm fresh outfitted and my bands got kitted cause i get 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 it and you did 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 and i admit it i'm really about to show you how i do if you know that you a hater this dedicated to you you hating my last move i'm way on my next move see they hate to see you be successful i wanna show all my haters If you had it like me and I was in your shoes, I'd probably hate on me too. See, when you're getting big cash tags, all the haters hate that, cause they hate to see you be successful. I wanna show all of my haters. 